Hey, I'm Ashley. I take my blog posts and I turn them into podcast episodes. I like talking about bootstrapping as a solo founder, so you can expect to hear about my experiences of building with Jack and advice you can take with you on your journey as a bootstrapped solo founder. Well, I've missed recording for a couple of weeks, not really intentionally, not that I've set myself uh, weekly episodes or anything like that, just to explain what's happening here, because a couple of people have messaged me. Um, All I'm doing is taking my blog posts and then turning them into podcast episodes. It's just to give people another medium to consume the content that I'm creating. I'm also trying YouTube videos, then I have my blog, iamashley.co.uk. And now this podcast as well. So there's no set agenda, there's no weekly schedule or anything like that. But I have missed a a week or so because I've been quite busy and just had a lot going on. And sometimes I have to remember that I'm one person building a business in one of the least startup friendly industries in the world. And, And I have to cut myself some slack. But anyway... This episode, I'm talking about the why behind building with Jack. And this really came about because I had quite a challenging few weeks, both personally and professionally. I just had um, one of those times when I felt quite worn down and tested, maybe on the verge of burnout. And I really started to question why I'm doing this. Like things would be easier if I just went and worked for somebody else. I'd probably earn more money working for somebody else and all those kinds of thoughts. And they don't happen often, but when they do strike, they're pretty debilitating. Um, I've mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. Breaking into the insurance industry is really tough. And doing it as a solo founder, uh, self-funded as well, is just downright crazy. So a big source of my stress came from my delegated authority application. To cut a long story short and to cut all of the insurance jargon out, it basically means that if if this application is approved, I can now sell policies from WithJack's own platform instead of sort of collecting the details on WithJack's website and then logging into a broker platform and processing it and then sending it back to the customer, which is what I currently do. Now, I can't emphasize it enough, but insurance is not startup friendly. It's heavily regulated. It's capital intensive. It's low margin. It's very, very competitive. And it's times like this with all of the red tape and paperwork that really test me because I... I can admit my strengths and weaknesses. I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And filling out applications, writing business plans, financial projections, all of that stuff is my weakness. It's not something I'm good at. So there were a lot of spinning plates the past few weeks. And because I don't have a co-founder to split the workload with, it sort of just all got on top of me. And that led to me questioning why I didn't choose an easier industry or why I'm even building a business altogether. Also, this microphone is pretty sensitive, so I'm quite conscious you can hear my dog walking about in the wooden floors right now. She won't leave me alone. She wants attention. Um, Now, okay, irrespective of what industry I'm building a business in, insurance or whatever, it doesn't actually matter. There are always going to be moments of self-doubt and questioning your sanity. So irrespective of what industry you're in, building any kind of business is hard work. 
I was reading a blog post on the Bear Metrics blog. Check that blog out. I'll link to it in the show notes. A lot of great content on there. And this paragraph really nails the whole startup roller coaster. I always remember one of the first days we started working on our business full-time in a co-working space in London, and someone who had done it for a while came up to me and said, be prepared to find out what it's like being bipolar. It's always stuck with me as a reminder that it always gets bad, but you're on the journey because the highs make up for the lows. So for me, uh, the past few weeks was uh, one of the lows. I was juggling multiple balls at work. I was working to various deadlines. I went into wedding season now, so I'm doing a few more photography jobs than normal. And I was also trying to complete my application whilst onboarding new customers and serving existing customers. And um, it just, yeah, and with the application, I definitely want to get it right so I put a ton of pressure on myself in fact I do think that a lot of my stress uh, stems from how much pressure I put on myself to get things right or to do a good job so all of that was going on and then in my personal life my flat had flooded and I had builders in here for the whole week it was kind of living in a building site and that wasn't really fun so I was just feeling a bit fed up But fortunately, I was reminded of why I started this in the first place in the form of a post-it note that I wrote in December 2013. And that was when I really first started thinking about what would eventually become with Jack. And this post-it note summarises my motivation for starting my own business in the insurance space. It says, Ashley's new insurance company, one, it needs to be human. Two, it rewards loyal customers. And three, the technology doesn't suck. So this really addressed some of the problems that I was noticing in insurance at the time, such as 74% of insurance companies see technological innovation as a challenge, but fewer developing their own offerings in-house or partnering up with startups. Or 73% of consumers don't trust their insurance provider or two out of three customers are unhappy with their journey through buying insurance. Basically, the technology sucked and insurers weren't customer focused. But if you're entrepreneurially, I can't say that word, entrepreneurially, did I say it right? If you're business minded, then solutions are often born from frustrations. So when I wrote that post-it note, I had been working in insurance for eight years. I was frustrated with the industry. I wanted change. And that's why I started exploring how my own insurance business would look. My insurance company would be human, I thought. You know, nobody needs another faceless corporation. We have enough of those. Let's drop the legal jargon that litters the buying experience. People should understand what they're paying for. I'd build my insurance company with modern technology and good design instead of the legacy systems that insurers are locked into. And loyal customers will be rewarded. We are accustomed to rising premiums every year, even when we haven't made a claim. So, you know, why are insurers punishing us for being good, loyal customers? They do a really great job of making us feel unappreciated, right? So during last week's slog, or the past few weeks rather, I returned to that post-it note. And for me, it was a strong reminder of my motivation for starting with Jack, the why behind it. And it really served as this sanity check during what was a tough couple of weeks. Because I actually, I remember 
going all the way back to December 2013, I remember writing that post-it note. I was working in a co-working space in the west end of Glasgow called Toad's Caravan. And I had all of that excitement um, about beginning something new, you know, that place where you don't really know where the idea will take you, but you're just full of optimism about the outcome and what lay ahead. And the reality for me of what lay ahead was actually a really long and bumpy journey fraught with obstacles and a ton of rejection. And if I could actually have looked into the future and seen what stood between me and the objectives on the post-it note, well, I probably would have never started. You know, here are are just a few of the obstacles that I faced on my startup journey. First of all, I was dropped by the insurer that I was an affiliate for, um, which sucked, but at the same time, it wasn't the end of the world. I wasn't making a ton of money with them, but for them to turn around and be like, by the way, we're not going to be working with you anymore when I had all of the website built and all of the infrastructure built, that um, that sucked. Then I got, then I spent two years trying to find uh, an insurer to work with me. Um, I had a lot of rejection, knockbacks and dead-end meetings. Nobody really wanted to, no insurers wanted to work with me. Um, if you're interested to know why, it's pretty obvious, you know, I was I had no existing book of customers. I had no past experience of actually building a successful insurance business. And I wasn't, I didn't have any funding. I was bootstrapping. So I think insurers kind of looked at me like, yeah, okay, whatever, no. Um, And all of that ultimately led to me getting admitted to hospital with burnout and generally just navigating this industry that isn't startup friendly um, without having a co-founder, without having any funding, without having a conventional background in insurance. All of those things were really big obstacles that stood in the way of me achieving, um, you know, my goals. Now, there are various stages of building a business and I'm sure that they look different for everybody, but for me, it looked a bit like this. This is a great idea. I am so going to do this. You know, that initial excitement, which is when I wrote the post-it note. Huh, this is kind of hard. I'm not so sure about this. That was me when I was trying to find an insurer to work with. This totally sucks. I suck. What was I thinking? Uh, those are various moments, most recently, just the past few weeks, to be honest. So when I wrote that post-it note, I had no idea it would take me another two and a half years to launch with Jack. And then beyond launch, it'd be another one and a half years and counting of manually processing quotes. And that's a lot of opportunity to get distracted, to want to start over, or to give up entirely. You know, as founders... We all experience moments that test our commitment. And I think it's important to talk about them because most people only highlight the wins. And as much as I enjoy celebrating my wins, for example, with Jack normally gets 10 new signups a month and I've done it in eight days. So things are growing. So that's a win that I want to celebrate. Um, But as much as I enjoy celebrating my wins, I will admit that I'm not crushing it 24-7. There are definitely a lot of moments that all of this feels impossible. And with those periods, it's very easy to forget the why behind what you're building and consider abandoning ship altogether. You know, those moments are going to happen pre and post launch. 
prepare to have times that you will feel lost, distracted and completely burnt out. That's where I was the past few weeks and I will be there again in the future. So to get through it, I think it really helps to know your why. Um, I think that keeps you focused when, for example, signups aren't growing quickly or when a competitor is shipping more features or when you have to write another business plan because the last two were rejected or when churn is higher than normal, you get the gist. I'm one and a half years into building with Jack. I thought it would be interesting to actually see if my original mission still drives me and gets me out of bed in the morning. You know, that mission that I wrote down on the post-it note. And the short answer is yes, it does. Although all of this is still a work in progress, which is part of the fun, but also part of the frustration. So I think one of the... um, objectives that I wrote down was that my insurance company had to be human and I think that this is the one thing that with Jack's done really well my customers even say so if you take a look through my customer development surveys um responses sorry then you'll see a a picture to this on the blog post so you can go have a look there you can see some of the responses and most of it's to do with the customer service personal communication And I think that we achieve being human through a combination of the conversational interface, so you're not just filling out a boring form, it's a bit more engaging, and just genuinely caring that customers have a good experience. So I'll refrain from cookie-cutter customer service terminology and really just try to be real. It's obvious when a customer service rep's reading from a script and there's absolutely nothing human about that. And then with the customer journey, we really just strive to keep it personable and engaging. And when I deal with customers, so when there is an actual human element, I try to be anything but a corporate insurer. Um, That comes pretty easily to me because I don't have a background in corporate companies. um, And I really think that my target audience appreciate that. So this is a crucial part of With Jack's DNA. And it's still just as important to me one and a half years into building this. I also wrote that I would want to reward loyal customers. Even though I've worked in insurance for so long, I'm obviously still a consumer. And so I I experience a lot of the frustrations with insurance firsthand. I regularly see my premium skyrocket only to be offered a better deal when I threaten to leave. A lot of big companies do that, not just in insurance. A lot of big companies treat existing customers unfairly and they seem to reserve all of their bells and whistles for attracting new customers. So I tackle this by quite simply allocating more resources to pleasing existing customers instead of chasing new ones. As a bootstrap startup, it is going to cost me way more to acquire new customers than simply retain existing ones and it's much more effective to treat my existing customers well and hopefully as a result of that let them market with Jack for me. You know it's not rocket science. So rewarding loyal customers uh, for me isn't just about not raising prices for the sake of it. I'll also share their achievements on Twitter I'll show gratitude for their support. For example, somebody tweeted something nice about With Jack and as a thank you, I bought them a book that I saw that they had wanted to read for a while Um, and generally just taking an interest in their work. And that's another important part of With Jack's DNA. The last part in that post-it note was that the technology doesn't suck. Oh boy. So technology in the insurance industry has changed a lot 
since 2013. There was no insurtech scene when I started all those years ago. I really hate that term, insurtech, um, but that's what everybody calls it. So now the entire industry is focused on technology. Now the entire industry is talking about technology. And when I built my first quote system, it was fully responsive, which was an approach that hadn't yet been adopted by the industry. So it was a bit forward thinking. And now, you know, now there are a lot of interesting insurtech startups. And to be honest with you, with Jack's lagging way behind on the tech front. And now I don't think that'll always be the case once I get my delegated authority and can exercise more creative control over the customer journey, then we can start getting more experimental. Um, and that's why I was so stressed out from submitting this application because I really want to, to get it right. It means building a self-service platform and gives us more scope for creativity. But from the three objectives that I wrote on that post-it note, this is the one that I've made the least progress with and that surprises and disappoints me. Just to wrap things up, you know, building a business is really hard work. That's putting it lightly. It's emotionally draining. Um, but remembering my why has helped keep me focused during those low moments. And now that I've kind of come through that stressful period, I definitely feel better having revisited the reasons that I started with Jack to begin with. You know, I remember why I'm doing this. I acknowledge there will be other tough periods and that every founder has those moments. I'm not alone in that. And I prepare for another week of putting one foot in front of the other, even if it doesn't always feel like I'm moving forward. My goal is to build a customer-focused insurance business with great design and technology at its core. And if I achieve that, it means helping more freelancers protect their business and livelihood. And that is something that drives me forward and gets me out of bed, however challenging things seem. So thanks for listening and tuning in again. I will see you next time, except I won't see you next time because it's a podcast. I'll speak to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.